You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. I, uh, I have a couple of infirmities. And if you don't know what an infirmity is, you will find out sooner or later. (laughs) Look up the definition. And uh, when it comes, we're supposed to rejoice in it. And uh, I want just a few minutes to uh, say this. There's a, a lot of men and women that may have it much worse than you do tonight. And I'm not saying that in a, in a negative way. We're all supposed to suffer in this world. Please listen to me. But suffering is part of rejoicing. Amen. And we're all supposed to suffer in this world but also we're supposed to rejoice in suffering. Why are we supposed to do that? Because the Bible says so. Amen. Whatever you have tonight that you're suffering, I want to tell you there's someone still alive that has it worse than you do tonight. And they're laying in a bed somewhere, suffering. Soon their suffering will be over. Amen. And if you're, if you're saved, yep. you will rejoice in that. But in this lifetime, some of us are supposed to suffer. By the way, if you're hearing and listening, saying, what's that shaking? going on. That's me, baby. (laughs) My, my, it started in my right hand and went, went down this side. And then when the Lord was with it and done with that side, he allowed it, (laughs) he allowed it to go over to this side. And so I don't know what happens next, but I'm not going to turn into Elvis Presley. Because not a whole lot of shaking going on in my head. Amen. Are you still all right with me? Um, if you guys are in the college, you're going to say, who's this guy? He's going to tell you that one of these days, you're going to suffer. And it's part of God's will. You say, that's not in my plan. It's not in anybody's plan, no. but it's in God's plan. So I want you to take your Bible, if you would. Second uh, Corinthians, I, I, I don't have many scriptures tonight. Second Corinthians chapter 12, please. Second Corinthians chapter 12, and we're gonna just look at one verse, verse 10. 
when the, when the preacher says they're just going to listen to one verse, they're lying. <laughs> when they said it's going to be one verse, it's more than that. But they just want to draw your attention to that one specifically. So 2 Corinthians. Can I turn that on? It's not yeah. on right there. Where's the lapel at? Whatever you say. Where, where's it? Right here. Okay. Here we go. Hang on here. I get it on. Right. Okay. Is that on? Green. All right. They just told me to stand here. So my, I'm obeying. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 12. Look, if you would, at verse 10. Therefore, I take, what's the word? Say it. Pleasure. Say it again. What? pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses. Notice the next little, for Christ's sake. So all we're going to talk about is something that the Lord wants to happen. It's for Christ's sake. You say, he's shaking. No, I'm pausing. Because a pause, sometimes it's very appropriate. For Christ's sake. Amen. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And you understand this, it's not our strength, it's his strength in us. I want to say this again, there's some going, some going on out there that you're suffering tonight. And may I remind you that it's for Christ's Amen. sake Amen. that you're suffering. I, I pray right now that the Holy Spirit is bearing witness to you. As when I'm telling you it's for Christ's sake that you're suffering. And right now, the Holy Spirit may be bearing witness to you that, hmm, that's good. Help me to rejoice in it, Lord. It may be somebody, somebody else that's going through that because it's difficult to see someone else going through it. And it's hard sometimes to rejoice in someone else's suffering. Look what it says again, verse 10, please. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. Yeah. It's possible that some of you may not even know what an infirmity is. You say, well, why are you saying that? Uh, that's why it's good to have a dictionary. <laughs> Especially you college guys and gals. I know you just look and say, well, what's an infirmity? Just act stupid and everything will be fine and nobody <laughs> will know. But some of us have to just look up in a dictionary on an infirmity and what it is. In fact, two or three right now are saying, I don't know what an infirmity is. That's why I'm gonna tell you. 
<laughs> An infirmity is a, a weakness, either physical or mental. And some of these uh, things that God allows us to go through, we're supposed to rejoice that God is doing that for Christ's sake. And it's supposed to make us weak. Because when it makes us weak, then it allows us to go to God and say, please carry this for me. Because I don't know how to carry this. I want to tell you something, just so you know, I'm not trying to draw attention to myself, but when I'm thinking, me, when I'm thinking and it's a deep thought and it's a good thought, I, I start shaking more. You say, are you serious? Yeah. If, 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 if it's a thought that I'm supposed to have, it, 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 I just have to just start. It, it, you say, are you making? No, right now. I'm thinking, I want to tell you something. Amen. You ought to rejoice that you're not married to this. <laughs> I'm going to slow down for a minute. How do you do that? You stop thinking. What do you think about? Nothing. How can you think about nothing? You learn to think about nothing. How long does that last? Years? No. Just for a few minutes. Well, what are you doing right now? I'm hoping you, helping you to think about what I'm saying so it stays with you right now. Because I love for this little message tonight would help someone to think. Somebody over the internet, somebody suffering in a way that nobody, nobody else understands, even I don't understand it. But God does understand it. The Bible says this in ch ch chapter 12 and verse 2. Notice what it says. God decided to give some of us a thorn in the flesh. Do you see that in the Bible? Verse 7, a thorn. Do you see that? Say it again, a what? Thorn. One more, a what? Thorn. A thorn. I want you to think just for a moment about a thorn. Did you ever get a thorn? Not a small one, a big one. Did you ever get a big thorn stuck in you? where you didn't just pull it out, it, like it had to be surgically removed, or it broke off in there, and that thorn just stays with you. And every once in a while, it gets, it gets poked. 
What do you mean poked? It just, it gets pressed on. And when it gets pressed on, it hurts again. Because it's supposed to hurt. Are you still with me? You say, I'm not, I'm not understanding the message. Once in a while, we get a thorn in us that gets broken off, and it's supposed to stay with us, and it's supposed to hurt. Look at verse 8. In fact, I, I besought the Lord thrice. Three times I went to the Lord that it might depart from me. Three, three times I, I went to the Lord and said, Lord, this, this thorn, this, this hurt in my life, I, I, three times I came to you and, and I asked you, Lord, for it to depart from me. And here's what the Lord said. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. What, what I've given you in that hurt, in that thorn, it's, it's given to you. It's part of what God's will for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. And then the Bible says this, the Lord says this, most gladly, talking about that thorn, most gladly, therefore, I will rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. I've given you this, so it's a blessing. But it doesn't seem like a blessing. And it hurts. I haven't asked you to take it away. But the Lord says, no, this is going to stay with you. Well, how long? Maybe the rest of your life on this earth is just going to stay with you. Even though I've said, Lord, take it away, the Lord said, no. This one's going to stay with you. Why? Because it's my will. So it's going to stay hurting you as much as I want it to because I'm going to use it, please listen, to humble you. And once in a while, I'm going to stir it up because you need more humbling. You with me? I'm, I'm allowing you to be used. I'm allowing the, the power of God to be upon you. I'm, I'm allowing you as a, as a person. It doesn't have to be a, a, a wife or a husband. It could be a child. It could be a teenager. It could be an adult. It could be an older person, but I'm allowing for it to be in your life because you need humbling. And once in a while you say, Lord, I, I think I'm humble enough. No, you're not. No, you're not humble enough yet. You think you're humble enough, but you're not. Because I want the power of Christ to rest upon you in such a way that you don't even understand. And right now, the Holy Spirit is saying to someone in here, here it comes. 
What do you mean? You ask for it. What do you mean you ask for it? Didn't you ask me to use you? Wasn't that your prayer? Over and over again, didn't you ask to be used? So I'm answering your prayer. But I didn't expect this. The Lord's ways are well above our ways. Did you hear the Holy Spirit say to you on the internet today? Did you hear the Holy Spirit say to you, he's talking to you? Right right now where you're at, he's talking to you because you asked him to use you. Right now the Holy Spirit is bearing witness to you that you're in the right place tonight. You're hearing the right message. And it hurts. And it's not going to go away. But, but I thought everything in God's will is a blessing. Oh, it is a blessing because we're supposed to take pleasure in it. It doesn't seem pleasurable, but the Lord says, take pleasure in it. Well, how am I supposed to do that? My grace is sufficient for you. What do you mean? Ask God for more grace to fulfill what he wants to do in your life or in the wife of your family or in the wife of your church or of your home. I don't know if I can bear up. I, I don't know if I can handle it. You won't be able to handle it. You won't be able to handle it. But God can. And will. Handle it for you. And may I say to someone out here tonight, about up in that row somewhere, please listen. If you're thinking it won't happen to you, Remember when these two little beady eyes looked right up at you and said it's you 15 years from now. Because God is the author of time. And he doesn't forget. It's not, be, please, it's not because you did wrong. It's because he loves you. And you ask him to use you. When was that? Ten years ago. He didn't forget. Are you with me? I want to do this if you wouldn't uh, mind. Uh, I I know this is a little unusual, but uh, a part of a little testimony, I'm going to ask uh, my wife to join us up here just for a moment. Please listen. You say, what's going on? When my wife comes, I stutter. Nervous. Please listen, wherever Mrs. Treber is, 
We're, we're usually you're over here. Is she here? She is there. Mrs. Treber, uh, we actually are afraid of you. <laughs> Come on. Don't, don't take, I'm, I'm, this is serious. I don't know how many years ago, uh, a decade ago, or, uh, m m Mrs. Treber asked me a question privately with his, they were in our house with husband and wife and she asked, he asked me a question and, and I answered and I thought that was the wrong answer. I thought that too. <laughs> I've never forgot, forgot what you asked me and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I still remember and so does the Lord. And I'm not going to bring it up. So my wife is going to come and just give you a, please listen, a little insight on, we're just, we've gone through just a couple little suffering things, but I'm supposed to give you just a little testimony and, 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 excuse me. So it just takes me a minute to calm down. Mrs. Treber must be around. <laughs> come, on, come on, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she only has to be about five feet from you, and she is somewhere. Okay, so Patty, go ahead and just stand up there and tell us, tell them a, a little bit about uh, what the Lord has allowed us, please, to be blessed with. So first of all, in 2021, um, my husband was told that he needed coronary artery bypass surgery, which is your heart is a muscle and it has arteries that feed that muscle and keep it alive and cause it to beat. And so he had um, over 10 blockages. Those blockages can cause a heart attack if they're not taken care of and bypassed. So um, in April of 21, he underwent open heart surgery where they took veins from the legs and put them into the heart to bypass those blockages. Okay, so we're not complaining. We're just wanting you to understand that certain things are allowed by God. that brings about this pain. And by the way, we've besought the Lord to say, would you take it away? And sometimes the Lord says, no, you're gonna go through this. And by the way, I want you to know we've, I've got cases of oil in my home. What do you mean? I've anointed my home with everything. You understand? And, and I'm, I'm for all that. But, 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 but once in a while, God has another plan. I still, man, before the night's over, I'm going to dump some oil on my head. Just in case it's supposed to work. 
So I'm pausing. You say, did he forget where he's at? No. I'm just pausing. Because pausing helps a point to go across. And causes us to pause and think about it. I'm not being unkind. I'm just saying something works for someone and something doesn't work for someone else because God knows what's best. You say, say that again. God sometimes says, this one is for you, but this is not for them. It's for someone else. But it is in God's plan. But, 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 but I prayed for that to work for you. I know, but God has something else planned for you. And don't look down your nose at someone else that it didn't quite work that way for you. Come on, are you listening? I want to remind you that he said, my grace is sufficient. Uh, Please listen to me this way. You have to learn to embrace pain. Let me say it again. You have to learn to embrace pain. Because pain must become your friend. Why? The Lord went through pain. Through much pain. In fact, the way the Lord chose for his precious son to die was through much pain pain. So it's part of God's plan for us to go through pain, but his pain or his grace is sufficient. I I hope the Lord is bearing witness to someone here tonight where the Lord is saying to you, my grace is sufficient for you. So Patty and I had the opportunity to um, get this, what was that thing called again? Surgery. Yeah, surgery for what? For um, open heart. But what were they trying to fix? Your vessels that were clotted. Oh, I had some clots, yeah. Yeah. You say, do you remember some of this? No. (laughs) Where were you? I was out. Out where? I don't know. When you're under anesthesia, you don't know where you're at. Just God, please bless them. I'm not trying to be unkind, but sometimes I remember. I might remember one night in the middle of the night, a nurse said to me something like. 
where are you right now, Mr. Fisher? And I said, I, 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 I'm not sure. I really, do you remember that? Why don't you tell him about it real quick? Do you mind? Well, that was after his stroke when he didn't know his name. He couldn't comprehend what people were saying. And they asked him his name, and he didn't know. And then she said, do you know where you're at? And he said, I think I'm in a hospital. And then he figured out that if he could read what was on the board, he would get out sooner. So he would memorize his name <laughs> and the date. Yeah. And um, that was after your stroke. Doesn't that make sense? If you, <laughs> if, if you know the key, the ticket, is to get you out of the hospital, and they have to ask you your name, rank, and serial number to get you out, you, you have to memorize that. And, and so what I did, I look on the board, you know, the medical little thing, and I look, what date is it? And I'd make sure they would up, 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 do it right. And give me the date, because the sooner I could get that information, the more possibility it was for me to get out of the hospital that day. Do you know what day it was? I had no idea. I just wanted out. You say, why was that bad? Oh, there's a number of reasons that I'm not going to tell you about that you don't want to stay in the hospital, even though it helps you. And if you're a nurse in here, a doctor, bless you. <laughs> I mean that, bless you. And if I come by, please forgive me for not telling you the truth. What do you mean? I'm... I'm I didn't lie, but I kind of bent the truth a little bit. <laughs> because I was tired of staying in the hospital. If you're on the line, a line the, in line tonight on, on the internet, okay, it's your turn, Patty. Okay. You say, didn't you know what he was gonna say? It doesn't matter. I do know what I was going to say, but we don't want to lengthen this too much. But if it's helping someone, because testimonies do help sometimes when it's genuine, when we're not making it up or we're not reading it out of somebody's book to make a profit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Go, 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 go ahead. Okay, so he had the stroke about three weeks after the open heart surgery. And his stroke was a brain bleed. And so it put like a golf ball size blood clot in the back of his head. And the problem with that is they can't give clot busting drugs. So he has, um, because that clot is caustic or deadly, 
it causes electrical impulses, and it causes seizures. And so for uh, four times he was hospitalized with seizures that would last a really long time. He would be in the hospital four or five days each time. And um, so he's really careful now. He takes anti-seizure medicine. And um, what else did you want me to say? No, I don't care. <laughs> you can finish the message. You're doing great. Uh, uh, just a moment. Um, so if I'm understanding it right right now, not to be unkind to anybody, but don't I, don't I still have that clot? Yes, that clot is still in there and will never go completely away. Okay, so, so uh, please listen. This is not, nobody should feel sorry if this is God's will. We, 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 we shouldn't feel sorry. We should rejoice. Some people was going through much more than this. I think of children in the hospital right now. Parents that just were told. Let me tell you what they're looking for. Hope. They're looking for hope. They would like for it to be healed. But please listen, maybe Maybe God just is going to try to give him some hope or her some hope tonight. Some hope. If they could just have the hope that they'll get another day or another week or, 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 or they'll, wake up, they'll wake up and they'll still be alive tonight. Pr 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 praise the Lord, we got something to look forward to called salvation. And that God has it all planned. And by the way, if you don't know yet, if you're a Christian or not, we could tell you how to be saved. You say, you know you would work that in? Yeah, I'm going to work salvation in. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to work that in, especially for you on the internet. The death, the burial, and the resurrection. And please listen. You don't know what he's forgiven, and you don't know how much you've done wrong. He can forgive everything. Amen. And I mean that. And if you want to get in contact with somebody and you're listening to this tonight and you're saying, I really didn't like anything this dumb guy said, make sure you understand and say, I want to accept Christ as my Savior. I want to believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And he is faithful.
Isn't it something that he brought you, the Lord, brought you to this place to listen to this message wherever you're at in life. And right now, you're thinking, what am I even doing listening to this person? God has you right where he wants you. Just pray and ask for forgiveness that God would grant that and the Lord would allow you to repent. And accept his forgiveness. And it was worth coming to to church tonight. Or to listen to this message. Because God, the Lord, is faithful. We're going to take pleasure in this tonight even though for some it's very, very painful. He loves you. That's why you're standing, sitting, laying down, wherever you're at right now. And it's very, very painful. And you wonder if there's much hope left. You only need what God gives you in the way of hope. For you can be saved. And I hope and we hope that you would accept his forgiveness. Ask him for it. He's willing. He loves you. Preacher, I'm going to let you come and talk to someone out here tonight that doesn't know yet if they're forgiven. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.